Welcome back to Sunshine on a Dime, the travel podcast bringing you resources, tips, and stories from my travel experiences to help make your travel dreams a reality. Today, I'm joined with Maureen, who was actually the first traveler that I met on my very first trip. This woman acted as my guardian angel in more ways than I can count. Originally from Switzerland, Maureen decided to leave home to become a full-time traveler back in 2019 and has been exploring the world ever since. You can follow her travels on Instagram at Marine Holmeyer, that's M-A-R-I-N-E-H-O-M-E-Y-E-R. Welcome, welcome, Marine. So happy to have you on the show. Hey, Chandra. Thank you for having me. It's like the first time I have such an experience, so I'm really glad we're having um, days on the podcast and be able to talk about, well, travel, volunteer, exchanges, whatever. Yeah, no, it's the first time for both of us, so this is going to be really fun. So yeah, Maureen is actually also the first person that I met on my first work exchange, which is going to be a big topic that we delve deeper into today. But to start it off, tell me, Maureen, how are you doing? Like, where are you in the world right now? Um, I'm okay. I'm actually back home. Um, It's not what I had planned, but I mean, life is life and it just happened. So I'm back home. Um, I've been there for a few months. I'm probably going to stay a few months. Um, just earning some money, um, taking, I don't know, making plans because I've been traveling a lot day to day and now I'm, I'm deciding to making that a more goal. I want to travel full time. So I need more plans. Yeah. Plans to be more organized than what I had before. So, um, yeah, I guess the well, life of a traveler is constantly changing. Do you have any idea yeah, like where is. you're headed next? Um, I don't know. I'm trying not to make too many plans right now because I would like to live more in the flow, in the flow of things. Mm. So right now, if you, if you, if I don't know, if I earn a million right now and I'm like, okay, where I'm going, I think I would think Thailand or I would think Italy. But I don't want to focus on those two places because if I get stuck on those two places and then maybe in three months uh, I get a chance to leave and I'm stuck on the places, maybe I will not feel in the flow and I will not realize that I might need to go in some other place like Greece or Peru or whatever. I haven't thought too much about it. I'm trying not to think too much about yeah. it. <laughs> kind of hard but yeah I know I am also a pretty big planner so I get that sometimes it can be a little bit nerve-wracking trying to not plan and let things happen but also kind of find that balance between like okay wait but I need to know a little bit about what I'm doing exactly yeah (laughs) so so far so good yes so um yeah so a big question that a lot of prospective travelers have is um, how can I afford this or how can I afford to travel abroad for long periods of time? And so that's kind of where work exchanges come in, at least for me. And I know that you also have mm-hmm. experience with that. Um, yeah. cause a lot of people out there don't know that there's are actually ways to travel and live abroad, like pretty much for free. Yeah. First of all, there's different types of travel. I think some people, when they see travel, they see like five stars hotel, which I mean, can be nice for some people. It's really cool, really relaxed, but this is so freaking expensive and travel is not only about that. If you go to Asia, for example, I remember in Vietnam, I had a hostel for like two bucks a night. It's really, really 
not expensive. So you can go uh, really, really cheaply and way more cheaper than what people can expect. And work exchanges, well, are amazing way to be someplace wherever in the entire world with accommodation and sometimes even food included. And so you don't need to pay for that. So yeah, I know. It is. I had no idea that that was actually a thing till I like started planning my first trip and someone had told me about um, one of the work exchange websites. And I was like, wait, this doesn't <laughs> sound real. But um, so like, yeah, like I said before, I Maureen and I met um, on my very first work exchange, but you'd also you'd been doing them for quite a while before. Yeah. Um, so actually, no, before I met you, I had done another um, volunteer work. It was um, in Italy, but I spent there. I, I think I was there for two months though. I had done only one, but it was quite some time. I was volunteering in the dog shelter in Sicily. Right. I remember you telling me a little bit about that. How was that experience for you? So I was there in winter and in Switzerland it's quite cold in winter and because Sicily is south, I just assumed, you know, that it would be warmer. Well, it was warmer. Yeah. <laughs> it still was cold. Oh no. And uh it was it was I don't know, it was crazy. Um and I don't know what I was expecting, but it was a huge place with like 150 dogs at the same in the same place. And every door had to be open all the time because, I don't know, there was like 15 dogs living free, roaming the, the ground all the time. So you had to keep everything open and there's so much noise. <laughs> and then it's so cold at night. It's crazy. But it was still an amazing experience. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it for more than two months was enough for me but it was still an amazing experience yeah I know it seems like with work exchanges a lot of times you don't expect exactly what you're coming into but they're always you're always learning new things but I guess another thing about the work exchange is that there is the word work in there and I know you're talking about for some people travel Mm -hmm. is like the nice five-star hotels and obviously you're going to be paying a lot more money for that um but in the title of a work exchange, there is work. So yeah. going off that, like, who would you recommend a work exchange for? Um, I think it's definitely not for everyone, but everyone that, that wants to do it can do it, but it's not for everyone uh, because it's not going to be fully holidays, whatever you're doing. Um, I don't know every platform. I just know um, I've been using the same one over and over again. And you have to basically work five hours a day for five days a week. Uh, even sometimes more. It, it really depends on, on what you're doing. But it's still five hours of work. Even if it's not a really tiring work, it's still work. You have to show up. You have to be there. In Costa Rica, I was in a hostel um, and we had shifts. And sometimes we had to begin at six in the morning. So if you want to party the night before, you can. Obviously, you do whatever you want. But you have to be there. You have to show up. You can't just, you can't just be like, oh, it's fine. I'm in holidays. It's like you still have to show up and be respectful of whatever rules the owners have. I think you also have to be really open-minded. I don't know. I found, I found that in the, in the traveler community, most of the people are open-minded because the job is going to be different. Even if you have like, for, for like, for, for example, the, 
dog shelter, if you, even if you have already worked in a dog shelter, it's not going to be the same. It's going to be different. You need to be flexible. You need to be open-minded. You need to be welcoming of people, of gender, of sexualities. You need to be accepting of locals and of the other people that are going to be traveling with you. It's like you need to be open-minded and, uh, and you need to have a desire to discover. But like when you travel and you have, for example, three weeks in Thailand and you have you have time obviously to do everything but you also if you decide to do three weeks you have to want to discover the surrounding the people the animals so yeah like you were saying before the um, all every experience that you have is going to be different um through your work exchange yeah Yeah, so how does it work like let's say you pick a country you want to go to what's your next step when you chose a country you need to know what kind of work you want to do so for example if you want to work with animals or if you want to work i don't know at a school or if you want to work in a hostel but then you shouldn't be you shouldn't apply to only one you you have to you have to think like the owners of this um of these places they receive sometimes hundreds of people every day that are asking to come they can't reply to everyone so you have to write to a bunch of them and hope for the best I mean (laughs) right no I had this exact same experience when I was in Costa Rica I was like wow these ones look perfect like I'm gonna apply to this one and this is exactly what I was gonna do and then um, something that I found that was actually super effective was so I reached out to like 20 of them and Mm -hmm. most of them did not end up getting back and so what I would do is I would like I would do the infamous double text and I would text them again and be like, hey guys, like a little poke poke, remember me. And that actually ended up being super effective and I was able to secure a couple of really awesome experiences. But also at the same time, I reached out and that was exactly what happened. Like you said, I remember after after we left each other, I really needed something and I just applied to 20 a day and I just waited for someone to reply. Some people really like to be organized, and so they're like, oh, no, I only welcome people for next June. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> so long? And some people are like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to be doing in two days, so it's way too early. And I'm like, yeah. okay. No, I've definitely been there, too. I think it's, um like, a wide range, and I think that also kind of feeds into, like, if you're planning on traveling for not very long, a work exchange is probably not going to be the right choice for you. Is that correct? I would say really, really depends. I think if you plan to, I don't know, you have only one or two weeks um, and you absolutely want to do that, I think you can, but you need to apply to a lot of them because you need to find the right, like the right country, the right opportunity and the one that is going to be organized enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you are um, a test to showing that it can definitely be done. But um, so you, were, you were mentioned that you worked at like a dog center um, yeah. and we worked at a hostel together. So yeah. what uh, like kinds of opportunities are there on work exchange sites? Like there's literally anything. So there's some things with the animals, but like you can work. With animals, you can work in restaurants. I even found um, offers to be on a boat for like months where they just needed like a wow. um, babysitter for the kids or they needed a cook. 
or they needed like some people needed a receptionist somewhere it can be literally anything it's mind-blowing how many definitely yeah no the boat thing that is like been <laughs> one of my absolute dreams that's on the bucket list for sure if i can i can figure out how to get myself on a boat that would be oh, man. the ultimate goal that would be amazing <laughs> i wanted to do that too yeah but you have to be the right place like mm-hmm. there's not that many boats opportunities um so you have to be right place right time so with work exchanges, you mentioned that you like to use one site, which is the one I also yeah. use. Um, have you heard of any other besides what? Well, so what Maureen and I have both used before is the site called Workaway. How do, so how do explain yeah. to them? How does Workaway work? So um, for everyone to know, you have to pay to actually go into Workaway. It's not that much, but I think it's like $25 for a year of subscription. So you need to be aware of that. So basically... Um, five hours of work in exchange you receive accommodation and food but that's not always the case um, sometimes it's, it's more work sometimes it's less sometimes there's food sometimes there's no food sometimes there's accommodation and sometimes it's just the ground and you have to take a tent with you it's really different from one place to another and so you have to you can have to know what is your limit so what do you want to do um for example when i've been traveling i always wanted to have wi-fi that was one thing i i wanted to make sure i had so everything every job that is on a farm remote is not going to work for me but that's something i personally chose to what like what's mm-hmm. your process for deciding which workaways that you find are like reliable First, I look at the pictures, like if there's only one or two pictures, I'm like, it doesn't mean that it's the bad place. Maybe it's just people that are not really into technology or whatever. So, but it helps to have like a really big point of view of what there is. Um, and then second, I think on Workaway, there's a grade or there's a number of people that have put a grade or comment at the end. And so I check that because if there's only one pe- one person that went there, well, maybe they don't reply very much or maybe they, I don't know, they're new. If there's like thousands or hundreds of people that have put a good comment, I'm like, okay. I also, because I'm a female, I tend to look at if there's only men that made comments, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'd, if you need to choose a, um, to choose a work away, I would mostly, mainly use the comment sections to see what people wrote. And also on Workaway, you can contact the people that still have an account. You can contact the last people and then you can ask them, what do you truly think of this place? Mm. And that is um, like, this is not on the main page. It's like, like, you know, normal private messages. And so that is cool because you can get a really nice point of view of someone or not so nice, like the real thing. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't actually thought about doing that, which is a really a good idea. Um, but I have utilized the private messaging system on Workaway before to even like reach out to people that have done the previous Workaway for like advice on transportation, or like you can uh, you can also ask them kind of like anything about even the Workaway or just like the place that you're going or their experience. That's true, yeah. So yeah, I think that's a really cool feature that they do. Hey, make sure to stay updated on episodes by subscribing to the podcast and following us on Instagram at Sunshine Dime Podcast.
like the hostel, the experience that Maureen and I had together at um, the workaway we did together, that was also super not what I expected from the description. And yeah. that was kind of the opposite in a really awesome way, mostly because like we really didn't have that much work to do. So what happened is that I think we stayed two weeks together. Yeah. Or something like About. that. Uh, well, the owner left at one point, and so we were maybe six or seven volunteers and maybe one or two guests <laughs> in the hostel. So <laughs> the dynamic was was freaking great. It was, it was great. Amazing. That's true. The owner left, um, and we kind of had a free-for-all of the hostel. Um We also had unlimited rice and beans, which I did not realize I I was the only one that was only eating the rice and beans. I remember everyone else had like brought all this food and y'all thought I was crazy because I was like, well, they, they said that food is included. So I didn't bring any. And so here we are up on the top of this like mountain. We need, it took like very long time to get back into like any sort of town. So I remember like the first 35 minutes. Yeah. So the first week, I, I remember, I was just consistently eating rice and beans, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> but yeah, like our experience there was it, like it wasn't what we expected. We got where we had our own private room together. I think there was not enough mattresses, or there was not enough uh, mosquito nets. This one room with two beds, and then four rooms with like king size beds or whatever. Yeah, we ended up staying two weeks in a private room. And like not doing any work. So I guess you never really know what you're going to expect for a work like exchange. But so with the work exchanges, like I said before, it's kind of like a word of mouth contract. You're not like signing off on anything. There's no working visa. You're not getting paid for your service. Are you required to stay somewhere where you feel unsafe or not happy or whatever? I think it's just like a respectful thing to do. Like you have to have respect for the owners. The owners have to have respect for you. So meaning that you need to show up at the right time or you need to do what they do, like what they ask you to do. But you need also to respect yourself. And if you feel insecure or if you don't feel like it's not the right opportunity for you, then it's okay. I think it happens. then you need to recognize that for yourself and you need to tell the owners. Yeah, so yeah, it goes either way. The thing is like that is both nice and not so nice is that you have really no obligation to stay on with them. And they also kind of have no obligation to stay on with you. But so yeah, we both use Workaway. But have you Mm -hmm. heard of uh, like World Packers or of Woof before? I've heard uh, of both of them and I've heard about another one that is called Help X. I think both is is for the farm work. Yeah. There's one where, where there's only farm work. World Packers, I think I've had a look at it, and I'm just being used to work away. And so when I saw the interface, I was like, oh, no, no <laughs> I don't like it. So I just gave up before even trying. There are lots of places where you can like be a nanny or you can work mm-hmm. on a farm or you can work reception at a hostel. Yeah. But there are also places that are looking for like certain types of specialization which I think is really cool like um, I have seen like massage if you have like certification in massage or yoga teacher training like whatever you're whatever you want to do slash whatever you're good at like pretty much guaranteed you will be able to find like a work exchange opportunity for you which I think is so cool obviously you're 
doing a work away, like, you're not really moving. Usually the work away is, like, I guess they can kind of range from, like, one week, which is super rare to find someone that's willing to take you on for a week. And they can kind of range up to as long as you want. Yeah, so like you were saying earlier with um, workaways, you're going to be staying more in one place than moving around so much because, like, places are usually looking for a minimum of a month. So you're kind of expecting, like, if you accept a work exchange, you're going to be there for a little bit and you're not going to be moving around. You're not going to be traveling so much. What have you found that, I guess, are some other perks of work exchanges besides that financial aspect? Um, I would say... First of all, you are probably going to end up in the most random place. (laughs) Um, Other benefits of um, such an exchange, well, first of all, you push your limits, I think. Uh, Not maybe, well, it depends what you're doing. Um, If you're doing something like construction or something in that field, you may be pushing your limits physically, your limits physically, but I think especially mentally, because you're doing something even if it's going to be an amazing experience, every single work away I did, I enjoyed, but it was way out of my comfort zone and mm. I had to go for it. I had to be like, okay, now you do it. And it's going to be fun. You're scared as hell. It's going to be <laughs> super fun. Just go for it, okay? Yeah, no, but I, I, how... I feel like I had the same exact experience with that with like, you don't exact. You don't know anything about really what you're going into. You have that baseline. Okay, mm-hmm. this is like the work that's expected of me. This is where I'm gonna sleep. It is so far out of your comfort zone, and I think that's yeah. kind of a really exciting part of it. And also on the same subject, I know you can grow and evolve as a person wherever you are, but I have found that the biggest changes I've ever taken of, during my life were during those moments. Living two weeks in the jungle with barely nothing. It's just, I don't know, it really changes you. Another thing is that wherever you're going on the work away, most of the people are going to be like you. They are, we are like-minded. Minded. And mm-hmm. I don't know how it happens, but we all, all of us almost think the same. And it's so great. It's like a, a big community. And like you're going, like you kind of need each other because when you're traveling solo you don't want to be solo all the time so you're just going to meet someone and then stuck with them and travel for like a few days do something with them and then you're just going to leave but I I still have like great friends I met through this no yeah I totally agree like coming into the work away that we did where there were so many volunteers Every We were all from everywhere across the world, but we kind of all came together and we would just have the most fun together playing games and like yeah. going on these crazy hikes. And it was also so cool to kind of have that like, like dialogue between so many different cultures. But I found it really cool to just like you stay a month in some place and you start to know, like you start to have habits, like you go to this supermarket to buy food, you know, these people, you go out to that bar. I don't know, you can like, you create a relationship kind of with the place. It's more meaningful than just going from one place to another one, which is cool too, it's fun too, but it's different. And so I think it's really cool. No, yeah, another really cool thing I guess about it is that, I guess my mindset was that everywhere I went to do a workaway, I kind of regarded that almost as like, okay, this is like a new pocket of life that I'm entering into. So like, like those habits that you were talking about, 
even if I was only staying in one place for two weeks, that became like my life because you're surrounded, yeah. you're surrounded by everything new. It's not just the work that you're in, but you're in a totally new environment and you're living a completely different life. Like in five years and you still know the place. Of course, it would have changed, but it's like, oh, I went there and that happened. Yeah. Oh, great memories. Yay. <laughs> No, definitely. I, I guess in one of my workaways in particular, I really went out of my way to look for like um, like a place where I could have like a really awesome cultural exchange. I find on Workaway in specific as well that a lot of um, hosts will kind of advertise like, hey, we're looking to learn English if you want to learn Spanish mm-hmm. or like here's a really awesome opportunity for a cultural exchange. So I guess beside the working aspect and on the description of what they're telling you, they also will give you what they can offer you as a volunteer or as like a worker for them. So like what other like opportunities or options have you found on these webs on these sites or that you've been able to experience besides just like the work that is offered by your like quote unquote employers? I think you grow as a person. You have to be open-minded, but learning, just like learning a piece of story can just change the way you see the world. And so I think this is something amazing that can come from it. After your work exchanges, you were kind of went on to travel with other people and you made a lot of friends Mm -hmm. and you were like from the one work experience, a lot more kind of spurred from that. Um, Is that mostly because you are a solo traveler or what was kind of the driving factor that made you decide to kind of start doing work exchanges? Um, I had had taken a gap year. And what happened is that I had my bachelor degree in 2019. And I was like, if I don't take a gap year now, I'm never going to take one. I was like, I'm going to go for it. So because I knew I was going to take one, I had... I was ready. I had money for one year. In the middle of this year, I met people and they just changed my mind. And I was like, I don't want to come back home and study. I don't want to come back home and just stay in what the society wants us like to have a job and to stay at one place. I feel the most free when I travel and I go from one place to another one. And so I want to do that. And I was like, well, shit, because now I'm money is running low mm. so mm-hmm. i decided to go for work away then but then that's when i realized that actually all the parks all the opportunities that arise that arose from that one work away it was freaking unbelievable that would be it but just because of this one experience i speak to most of the people about it. I'm like, you need to do it. Well, not everyone is made for it, but if you feel like you could do it, you need to do it because this is going to be incredible. And I think, um, especially as a solo traveler, when you come with your friends to such an experience, or if you are a couple too, you grow less as a person. Hmm. I've never done it with a friend. I've never done it with a partner, so I wouldn't know. But that's the impression I got from people. Yeah, um, no, I mean, I I found that is also the same. I did, I split my Costa Rica trip up between solo travel. I solo traveled for mm-hmm. six weeks and then I traveled with a friend for six weeks. And while both were really awesome experiences in their own way, I found that when I was out on my own, 
that was the time when I was doing the workaways and I was meeting so many more people mm-hmm. because I didn't have that kind of like comfort level of another yeah. person. So I was meeting way more people and I was also growing at yeah. like a crazy fast rate of like personal growth that I had just never experienced before being out on your own and knowing no one and having the opportunity to just like present yourself as whoever you are and whoever you want to be because it's just you mm-hmm. in that experience so so dang so you you took your you so you were really only planning on going for a year after you graduated yeah even less I think um I think I was going for seven months and then I had to call my mom and be like hey so do you know the plans um, we discussed about me going back home and having a master's degree. Yeah, well, <laughs> it changed. That was a really fun conversation. Um, so I was planning, I think, um, at this point, I was like, even going for more than a year, but then COVID happened and I got stuck in the Philippines for six months. Wow. So, yeah. Plans change. Plans are constantly changing. That's true. Yeah, that's something I learned. I use, well, I still love organization. I love to be organized. I love to have plans for everything. And so when I started traveling, I had flight in and flight out of every country I wanted to go to. Well, COVID happened, so I lost money, Mm. (laughs) first of all. Yeah. And you're going to be fine either way. There's like hostel everywhere. There's opportunities, opportunities everywhere. Mm-hmm. If something doesn't work out, there's always, always something that is going to work out. Always something else is waiting for you. Yeah, no, super big snaps to that. I, after buying the one with the, like the round trip ticket my first time, I don't think I will ever do that again. Yeah, you just need to buy one ticket in one night if you want to be secure. If you want to will feel safe, I will still do that. I will still buy like one or two nights. I would like to be so in the flow that I don't need to buy places where I'm going to. I just like, I'm just going somewhere and be like, okay, where I'm going now. But I'm not at that point of stress-free level. So I'm just going to plan yeah. a night, <laughs> few nights ahead. But I don't know how to explain, but when you are in the flow, so many things so good things happened. Like you are going to find this right person that is going to tell you this one thing that is going to make you think different. That's what happened to me. I was in China. In China, everyone is speaking Chinese. It was hell. Like literally, I spoke almost to no one. At one point, out of nowhere, I meet a French couple. We have dinner together. She starts talking to me about her friend that is teaching French in China. And I'm like, wow, cool, good for her, like, good job. And then two weeks later, I'm like, why why can't I do that? Like, why do I have to come back to do a master's degree? Why, why can't I keep doing that? And that's when it started for me, just like the whole thing in my mind was like, oh, I don't have to live in Switzerland, actually. I could travel my whole life if I want to. It's just one person one person said one thing yeah and he just changed my life literally dang that's amazing what an inspirational story yeah wow well i'm so happy that you 
took that opportunity and like I think that's also a big reason why I'm here starting this podcast too is because I never would have traveled either if there were not crazy circumstances um, with COVID and I was able to go to school last year I took a gap year in between high school and college that I was not planning and that completely just that one trip completely changed my whole perspective about like life and jobs and the future and everything yeah this is what i want to do in my life but it can't be a well can't be a job for now the travel is what i want to do with my life because of this yeah no exactly and i think that's so inspirational that you were able to even call your mom and tell her over the phone hey like (laughs) this is what i meant to do and you're doing it you're living out in the world and you're following your passion and it seems like like you're really happy. Well, I think there's hops and downs and I'm not traveling at the moment, but I'm I know some people are scared to come back home um because they're like, "Oh, I'm just going to get in my comfort zone and I'm going to be stuck here." But I know it's not going to happen because it's not my comfort zone here anymore. I feel way better I would I feel way better to be in a hostel or in a small Airbnb or whatever work away wherever I decide to go yeah whatever I decide to do and just meet people and just I don't know being just out of my comfort zone is kind of my new normal the world is kind of your oyster you like to live outside of your comfort zone and I think there are a lot of people out there that have that desire but they don't think that it's really possible the only way to really figure out for yourself I think if it is possible is to go try and experience it yourself, which is what you did, not even really knowing <laughs> what was out there yeah. and look how much it changed yeah. everything. Yeah. So. And travel can be so scary. The first time I took my backpack and I was out, like I took the plate and I arrived in Israel, literally the first country I went to during in 2019. And I was like, okay, now what? I was so scared oh my god it's so stressful but once you put like once you're into action there's no more stress yeah there's no more anxiety because you have to go for it no exactly so yeah it's like then it becomes easy even as a full-time traveler like when you started it was terrifying when i started it was terrifying it's it's always going to be scary because you're going into something so unknown but like the second you land Yeah, you just have to put one foot in front of the other and then it's going to land you somewhere and it's going to be great. And it's kind of easy to say when I've been traveling for so long. I know people that are scared, so scared of starting to travel and I can understand. But you just have to go for it. You can't live in in fear your whole life because every, anyone live, like everyone lives how they want. I think it's kind of sad. restrain yourself because you're scared yeah i agree i'm starting to learn that more to take more risks because even if they're the wrong like quote unquote not the right thing to do at least you learn something new and you just have to take the like the positive out of a situation it's not easy it's doable if you train your mind to do it it's doable yeah because not even with work exchanges in general but with all of travel like there it's not always going to be a walk in the park it's not always going to be sunshine and amazing and i'm on the beach and i'm meeting these people and i'm partying like (laughs) 
Maybe that's what oh, we maybe. show on social media, but that is not always how travel works. Oh, that's not the case. So many, so many unknowns, and they're not always going to be awesome, but they no, are always, not. they are always going to be exciting. Even like the craziest, like worst, quote unquote, worst experiences that that I had while I was out traveling were like some of the most exciting ones. Because even if they're bad, you were still like, you just felt so alive. Yeah. Yeah. What is what is one of the craziest experiences you had tra- while traveling or volunteering? Yeah, well, like I said before, with one of those workaways where I was expecting to stay a month, um, we ended up, so this is at the point where I was with my friend. We were working at a hostel, mm-hmm. and we ended up getting kicked out of the hostel. They told us it was because they, like, they were, they told us it was because nobody liked us, and that, yeah, they, <laughs> we go to the reception lady, <laughs> And she pretty much was like, yeah, like, nobody likes you guys. Um, Pretty much like you're fired. And we found out that um, they were doing last minute construction and that the entire hostel had to leave. I We had no plans. We had this block set out for like this month of our trip that we knew exactly what was happening. And then all of a sudden, we had nothing. And that was like a really big like freak out moment of, whoa. <laughs> Now, what are we doing in this, like, we had, I think, five weeks before we were scheduled to fly back home. And even though at that moment I was kind of in freak-out mode, we kind of brought ourselves together and we ended up having the most insane five weeks of my life because when we didn't have any plans like it was kind of like what you were saying you just you just need one step we reached out to some friends that we had met um at another area who were nearby we were able to stay at their airbnb to get us back on our feet for a few days and then we ended up in panama which like was yeah which was trip was so organized and then i contacted you and i was like why are you in panama you're saying (laughs) six more weeks in costa rica like what what is happening i mean it's great exactly if we seriously yeah if we had never been kicked out of that hostel we never would have seen panama we never would have met all these amazing people that we did even though that was like a terrifying like worst case scenario reality it ended up being probably one of the best things that happened on the whole trip so i guess you never you never really can plan (laughs) plan for anything you cannot yeah you can't well, if you, you can tra- you can organize, you can plan travel, but it takes the fun out of it. Yeah, no, exactly, because you're gonna miss out on so much if yeah. you do that. I'm so so excited that you were able to come on the show today, and yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, no, this was so much fun, and it was also so fun to catch up with you and kind of hear about your travels yeah. and where you might be headed next, which is so exciting. Mm-hmm. So always wishing you the best of luck in the world, and I'm excited to be keeping up with where you're headed next. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. It was so much fun. It was fun. Thank you. 